Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. Lyra. Bazine's Bazaar pulls away from the Tillfield homestead. As it makes its way through Oxbow proper and starts out onto the open road, you settle in for what will surely be a weeks-long journey to Lockstock. You have no idea what awaits you in that faraway town or who might be moving against your party at this very moment. In the meantime, there is downtime. Some of your companions you look forward to spending time with. Others you'd rather avoid. For now, you go to your quarters. There, you find a small book of as-yet-unreadable poetry, collected some time ago. Your eyes wander from the pages, out the window to the grasslands beyond the boundary of the miasma. The same grasslands where once you met a very peculiar salamander. Welcome to Play by Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes, Olo, and Laura Co. Orlo, and we ate the third one. <laughs> we are not joined by Liam Higgins today because we're doing something special. We cooked him in the pretzels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're having Liam for lunch. They're good pretzels. The trip from Oxbow to Lockstock is uh, long, and in the interim, we'd like to do something special to fill in some of the blanks left by the backstories of our three wanderers. So today, we're going to be playing through a one-shot adventure, and chiefly today, our story will be dealing with the beating of Sierra Scorchskin and Lyra Greyfeather. So Lyra, as you make your way through the miasma-filled grasslands north of Oxbow, you notice in the prairie distance among the tall, swaying grasses, a single rolling hill. Knowing from first-hand experience in the miasma that the strange atmosphere tends to have a myriad-odd and arcane effects on the surrounding geography, you think nothing of this at first. But as you draw closer to the hill, you take note of its constructed nature. This was not formed, it was built. Seemingly cyclopean masonry overgrown with moss and grass and dirt catches your eye, and as you round the bend, you notice an opening in the hill. Not a natural cavern, a doorway, an entrance. This is no hill, you realize. This is a cairn. And as you know about cairns, they are rife with artifacts and script that could sustain your life as a wanderer for weeks, if not months, if the interior is still intact. Uh, Beyond the entrance, down a dark corridor, you spot a single lit torch in a sconce along the wall. What do you do? It's lit. It's Uh, so fucking lit, fam. (laughs) I... 
I'm going to approach uh, this cairn. I can only see kind of as far as the, the first lit torch, right? Right. Okay. So time for the, the tried and true trusty tap, trap tester method of <laughs> let's chuck a rock in there and see what happens. All right. I want to see if this is a roll. Rock chuck. My favorite move. <laughs> you know, actually, I think we could call this a defy danger with quick thinking plus intelligence. Sure. Okay, let's hope I roll well today. All right. That's an eight and an eight. Or a four and a four is an eight. And that's plus my... Intelligence, int. yes. It's <laughs> a seven then. I'm oh, no. <laughs> What's up? Her name is Lyra. She's 19 and she never fucking learned how to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news. You toss the pebble in and it skitters along the floor, coming to a stop sort of in the middle of the hall. And you don't seem to have set off anything. As far as you know, it seems... Safe. Mm, I didn't like that pause, but okay. Um, all right, I'm. I'm That's gonna, the DM's pause. Yeah. I think that to, to play it true to her and not to my own anxieties, I, I think I would just go right on in there towards the torch. All right. You enter into what looks like a very long hallway. The torch is actually about fifteen feet down, and between the entranceway and what faint light that that brings into the this hall. And the torch, it's just darkness. Um, but you are able to make out the basic shape of this hall. It heads northerly with a split off to the right. Okay. This might not be super easy for me not having hands, but I kind of want to take that torch. Out of the sconce? Yeah, I mean, if there's any other, like, un unlit torches up ahead, it'd be nice to have. To get to the torch, you do have to pass by that uh, turn to the right. Oh, okay. And when you get to that fork in the path, you do notice that down the right path, there are more lit torches in wall sconces. Oh, okay. Um, I would like to... Which provided, like, a good, like, radius of, like, five feet of light every one that they're at. I'd like to discern realities. All right, um, roll discern realities. You know, anything that would cause me to favor one way or the other. That is a nine. Not bad, nine. Oh, right, and your wisdom is zero. <laughs> and my wisdom of zero, Okay, yeah. so that's still a nine. Bang. And with discern realities, I believe on a seven to nine, you get to ask me one question. Okay. Um. What should I be on the lookout for? Down the right path where all the torches are lit. You look along the sort of the molding of the floor, which is all this. It's all sort of built up stone work. But around the floor, there actually seem to be small circular, like I wouldn't necessarily call them vents, but they're little small circular uh, abscesses in the, uh, at like foot level in the stone. Hmm. Um, I mean, can I see that they're like very deep or are they only a few inches deep or how, how can I, wh what can I see? Well, they, they seem to sort of continue down the hallway at about foot level, these little holes in the stonework. You don't know what would come out of them, but uh, you don't imagine it would be very good. Okay. 
and down the left or down the the straight path it's darkness there have been no torches lit down that particular hallway and you can't really make out anything down there then i'm gonna play it safe and i would like to fly over these holes to the right okay because i have that nice advantage of being a bird that is true okay nice all right so you're heading down the right path mm-hmm. okay you follow the torchlight plus one to bird <laughs> flying over the the uh floor to make sure you don't hit any errant trip wires or uh descending stone tiles which is very smart of you and you reach another bend in this hall that takes you north again and ends in another split, one to the left, one to the right. Okay. I'm going to discern some more realities. All right. It's so good that I keep that you keep having to make that roll because you're very bad at it. Uh, I say it as you roll a six. As I roll a six. That five would have been nice if this wasn't a one. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm... Don't know anything is what happens. All right, looking at this uh, crossway again, this sort of a left-right split up the hall, mm-hmm. you see down the er, at the edge of the right hallway, at the edge of your vision there, just sort of poking out from around the right corner, there is a gauntleted skeletal hand on the floor. Hmm. And that's, is that the left or the right? That's the right. Okay. Any interesting hoopla on the other one? I guess I don't know. Um, it looks like a hallway, probably. Yeah, it does look like a hallway. That is true. Uh, are there any torches? Uh, you can see a little bit of light coming down the right hallway. Okay. I'm going to head down the rightmost hole. All right, still flying? Keeping, in, keeping, probably still flying, keeping an eye on that gauntleted hand. And it, it is a little difficult to fly in here because the ceiling is so low. Just a nice little hover. <laughs> <laughs> However, you can manage that with big bird wings. Yeah. But you do uh, like almost like a hummingbird style flap to keep yourself just sort of vaguely gliding over the... <laughs> She's like slightly out of breath by the time she lands. <laughs> when you get to the, the junction, you do see this uh, fully armored uh, humanoid form, skeletal, holding a broken sword. Hmm. Well, back to the tried and true test it with a rock method. I'm going to... Chuck a rock at it. At the skeleton? Yeah. Okay. It could come to life. I don't know. You throw a rock at the skeleton and it doesn't do anything. It's a dead guy. Cool. It's so fucking dead. Um, I'm not gonna, it's this just isn't, a dead ass. This, this isn't episode one of Friends at the Table. Your skeleton's not alive. All right. I like, you the know. Tri- I like the try and true method of throwing a rock at everything, though. It's, <laughs> it's a great method. It's cheap. It's easy. Um... <laughs> Can I, I wanna... There has to be a better way. <laughs> I'd like to take a closer look at this sword thingy that it's holding. Okay. Do you want me to roll for that? Yeah, roll to certain realities. Sweet. Ooh. That's a 10. All right. And that means you get to hold. Ask me two questions. Sweet. Uh, what happened here recently? Well, recently... You can tell someone else has been here. You can see places where the dust that is sort of settled in this cairn hall has been disturbed by what look like fairly small footprints, but footprints nonetheless. 
There are, of course, the lit torches in the sconces that seem to be leading you along. Anything else fun? Also recently, other than uh, you throwing a rock at the skeleton, you can tell that this skeleton was moved. Ah, okay. Pre, pre-rock throw. Yes. Um, <laughs> what here is useful or valuable to me? You look down at the broken sword. It's very useful to you. Mm-hmm. Or it will be later. It, it just gives me that vibe. Looks the, important. <laughs> you look down at the sword, and it's not made of a particularly use, like a usual metal. It's okay. made of. It's not made of iron or steel. It seems like it's made of silver. And even in its broken state, the break is a jagged sort of break, still leaving it at a very fine point, And there's still some usable part of the blade on one end. And inscribed along the blade is a script you can't read just off the top of your head. You might have to take this somewhere where someone could tell you what it means, but there's some interesting script that seems to catch the torchlight in a very particular way. I'm going to take it. All right, you take the sword. (laughs) It's mine now. The skeleton does nothing. It's dead. (laughs) He's just a skeleton. Yep. (laughs) Hey, man, that's my hat. Give it back. Smitty Jaegerman Jensen, the the skeleton. He was was number one, Michael. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just take the sword. I'm like, Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> your your voice echoes down the corridor. Yeah. Okay. Is there another split, or am I just going to keep going down the hall? Uh, there's a bend ahead of you that takes you again north. All right. Sure. All right. You head around the bend, and it leads you to another straightaway, where there is a sort of alcove to the left, and further down the hall there is a turn to the right. I want to look at this alcove. All right. About the alcove. Good news for you. That door's unlocked. Hell yeah. <laughs> do you want to look in the room before you enter, or do you just want to go in guns blazing? <laughs> Would it shock you if I said I wanted to chuck a rock at the door? I was waiting for <laughs> it. At the door? Yes. Yeah, what if there's some sort of like motion detector? So like you try, the, you try the handle, and it seems like it gives, and now you want to throw oh, a oh, rock. Oh, you're right. I did already try the handle. I'm going <laughs> to- No, oh. hey, you want to throw that rock, you throw that rock, girl. I'm not going to stop you. Uh, well, if I've already touched the door and nothing happened, I'll, I'll open the door. <laughs> Good I'm, news. I'm going to open the door and chuck a rock in there, you know? <laughs> like, if it ain't broke, don't fix God, it, man. God, Lyra was very cautious as a child. <laughs> She's, I mean, like, she hasn't been in a lot of trapped things, so she, she goes the uh, paranoid route of someone told her, look out for traps, and so she took that to heart. I see, I see. <laughs> look okay. out for traps. So you want to throw a rock in there? I'm chucking a rock in there, yeah. All right. <laughs> the rock method. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Rock it out. All right. Uh, go ahead and throw that rock. <laughs> Roll me another uh, Defy Danger Plus intelligence. You're a bastard with that intelligence, huh? Hey, this is a smart thing you're doing. This is out of character. Is it smart? <laughs> is it smart, though? <sighs> with my seven? Well, well that's uh, still... Minus one. Oh, right. So that's <laughs> Here's the thing, bud. Bird brain is not just an expression. <laughs> All right, so you, th- you throw the rock. Yeah. 
and it skitters along the floor as it did previously. Mm-hmm. And this time, when it comes to a stop, you notice that the the stone tile that it lands on gives way underneath it slightly, and you hear a pneumatic hiss. And it is at this point that you realize... I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The room along each wall, there are these square inlays that are sort of set into the wall. And you can hear within the wall, you hear this pneumatic churning noise. And then you hear the sound of darts whistling through the air. Roll me a defy danger dexterity. All right. Or if you want to do anything else, roll that. But I think we know what you want to do. May I recommend chucking a rock at the yeah, darts? Throw, throw a rock at the darts, Lyra. Here's my thing. <laughs> I might still potentially be flying, uh, and that would give me a plus one in advantage. You know what? Okay, I'll give you that. You're, you're I in, never said I landed. You're using your wings, to be fair. which means you get a plus one to defy danger. Yeah. Sweet. So that puts me over from my nine into ten territory. Yeah. Well, plus your dex, so that's an eleven. Oh fuck. That's a twelve. All right. <laughs> that's as good as you can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't beat one hundred percent. And since the these square inlays are all on all walls, there is there are going to be a couple of darts that head directly towards you in the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just. How do you get? How, what does this look like? How do you get out of the way? Um, are all the holes like face height? What what height are they at? They're about like chest level. She probably uses her wings to move back quickly, but it's gonna be kind of like a I don't want to say like a matrix dodge, but I like she's gonna get low essentially. Oh, as, low! So you're going toward the ground. Yes. Okay. Duck and cover, you know. <laughs> so you're you sort of like swoop up and then dive down along the floor. I think backwards, though. Oh, backwards out of the room. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that is kind of like a really like protracted matrix dive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I like that. And the darts just right over you. Like water off a duck's back. I, I take offense to that. And you sort of corkscrew out of it and come back up to a standing position a couple feet away from the door. Rock never fails. <laughs> and you can hear the rock sort of being jostled as this uh, stone tile is being put back into place. So for now, it seems like you've sprung this particular trap. Sweet. Uh, I want to go take a look in there and see if there's anything valuable. All right. A roll to certain realities. <sighs> I told you she's a dumb bitch. God, uh, you were going to take so much XP for this specific for adventure. Just being stupid. You know how that's it like, is. It's like three so far. <laughs> All right. So with a, with a three mm. discern, for discerned realities. <laughs> don't see shit. It's a, it's a hard don't see shit. You do notice one thing written on the west wall of the room in blood. It says, fuck you. <laughs> I will say it's written in old dried blood and sort of... So not fa- it's, recent. <laughs> yeah, sort of faded to like a flaky brown color. Yum. But the, the, the way that it's sort of sprawled onto the wall and the, the, the spread pattern, it's definitely blood and not paint. And what's written on the wall is, sharpen thy axe and ready thy shield. 
Well, that's ominous. <laughs> All right. You have no idea what this means. But uh, other than the traps in the walls and this very ominous message, this room seems pretty clear. She kind of does what I'm doing, which is just like nodding her head. And then she just kind of turns around and leaves. <laughs> She's like, All right, I guess that's it. I will say, uh, directly opposite from the door, there is another door. Ooh, is there? Yes. And there's also a sort of hallway leading out to the uh, north. Hmm. So you can go back out, back into the hall where you came from, or you can go through the the closed door or up the hallway that's in the room. That's a lot of options. I'm going to discern realities and figure out the best option there. Okay. Cursed ass fucking die. Um, at least I made that one though. Uh, just barely. That is a seven. Okay, a seven. Ask me one question. <laughs> what should I be on the lookout for? When you look to the hall that leads north, you do see some more faint torchlight coming out through there. All right. I don't have dark vision, so I'm gonna go that way. Lyra, <laughs> Lyra might be, you know, technically descendant of a predatory bird, but not the right kind of predatory bird to see well in the dark. Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> when you uh, you go up through this hallway, it bends around to the left, and there is a, another opening to the right. Okie dokie. The hall seems to keep going past that bend. A little bit as well, though. All right, same old song and dance. Let's let's figure. Let's discern realities. <sighs> so take an one. XP. All righty. <laughs> You're gonna like retroactively level up, which will be good when we get back to the main arc. That'll be nice. Hold <laughs> it. Okay. So I don't see shit. In this hallway, no. Are there, same deal with the torches, are there any one way or the other? The torches seem to be leading you to that bend that leads you a little bit north down the hall. All right, let's follow it. All right. You come to the entranceway to another large room. And I throw a rock at it. <laughs> now, this one, the, the there is no door here. It oh, just okay. seems, it's just sort of an archway that leads into an open an open room with very tall ceilings, like very high arched ceilings, which when you were looking at the hill from outside, mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like it should be able to support anything this tall. It, it didn't like have some weird like hunch in the middle of it. Yeah. So you don't Guess know. Guess we've been going down, maybe? <laughs> it's either that you've been going down, or you do know that the miasma tends to do weird things to the geography. All right, why not? So, you know, uh, a, something that's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside is definitely not outside of the realm of possibility. It's very wibbly wobbly. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what um, have I done? <laughs> you said the, the words bigger on the inside than on the outside. And I was like, well. Logical conclusion. Um, I'm going to stick to my method. I'm just going to chuck a rock through the opening and see what happens. All right. You throw the rock and it skitters into the room. Doesn't seem... Nothing happens. Okay. Not even worthy of a roll. Cool. I'm this going room, in there. <laughs> this room seems entirely sacrosanct. Okay. Good word, sacrosanct. Thank you. Um, yeah, I want to go in there and discern some realities, I guess. All right. Roll me to certain realities. That's a three. <laughs> Minus one, right? 
no, no, not no. for discern just, reality. Yeah, no, just the just three. A, just okay, flat three. So take another XP. <laughs> I'm banning this yellow dot. <laughs> oh my god! All right, here's what you see in this fucking room. My eyes stop working. <laughs> oh god! No, no. In this room, you look up at the ceiling and painted across the ceiling is a giant mosaic of different massive mythical looking creatures. Stuff that looks like it's uh, from the few books that you've read about mythology from the pre-miasma. There are a couple of like very like tried and true mythological figures fighting giant beasts of myth and legend. Cool. There's a doorway to the east on the eastern wall that has been exploded out you can see burn marks along the stone floor the the painting like the actual paint from the mosaic on the ceiling has actually it seems to have been like reactivated and is now dripping down oh no around the doorway and then it turns into that scene from uh, the Page Master where it all melts, and I'm going to go into the book world. <laughs> yes, exactly. Perfect. Roll for book world. <laughs> Roll for Christopher Lloyd to be there. Um, but yeah. the, but the the doorway, which is also similarly covered in scorch marks, is basically destroyed. There is no door anymore. Yeah, it, it all blew out of the room. Yes, not into it. Okay. You can actually see like fragments of wood embedded in this, like burning ember wood embedded in the stone beyond. And you sort of, you step around the dripping paint because you don't want to get any of that on you. That's gross. It'll take a while to get out of my feathers. Oh God, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. Goodness me. Well, well someone was annoyed. <laughs> There's not much really else in this room. Just it's a big empty high ceilinged room, essentially. You do see some... uh Sort of at like thigh or a knee level, there are some oblong sort of rectangular indent, like indents in the wall. And when you take a closer look at those, they're not booby traps. <laughs> but you do see some like skeletal feet further down inside of them. And you also see sort of positioned in like the front part of these little uh, reliefs, uh, there are a variety of like flowers and little tiny pots and uh strange coins it seems like this was is like a burial chamber i'd ask if there's anything valuable but i probably have to roll for that again. Well, or, or would that count for my other well yeah I'll, I'll give you uh, in addition to the 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 horribly scorched uh doorway and painting mm-hmm. uh, i'll give you that for your discern realities so you're in a room full of dead people. Yeah. Hmm. Would you like to take any of these things? Yeah, I think I I don't know if she would know what necessarily is the most valuable. So I think she would just like kind of grab some coins and some little things and just right, you know like, grab a handful or two. They're like little little like uh, sentimental items. There's a, a a tiny dagger and a a little like leather bound book. And when you open it up, you see the script is laid out in a way that sort of reminds you of how uh, poetry looks on the page. Mm-hmm. I want that little book. I think All it's, right. yeah. so, sorry to the dead person I'm swiping it off of, but they don't need it. Um, yeah, I'll take that and some coins and just like a little odds and ends that look, you know, vaguely valuable. I'll take the dagger. Right. Okay. You take the dagger and the book of poetry, which again, you cannot read. This is a language you can't really discern just yet. And the coins and you exit the room through the scorched door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Luckily enough for you, that door leads into another room. 
as opposed to it being an Irish elevator and I fall to the ground and die. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, nothing like that. This door does lead to another room. Do you want to throw a rock? (laughs) You know the answer to that. Of course I want to throw a rock. All right. It's it's rock time. All right, roll me. Okay. So that's going to be a five? (sighs) Woof. Okay. (laughs) Well. Well, good news. You throw the rock in and nothing seems to react. All right. If the rock didn't do anything, time to go in. (laughs) Because the rock is definitely trustworthy. <laughs> rock is God. You uh, enter the room, and the first thing you notice is along the south wall, someone has drawn something. Is it a flower or something nice? <laughs> it is a sort of reptilian-looking face. It's sort of drawn in this very uh, graf- graffiti-esque, sort of cutesy style. But is it still blood? <laughs> oh, no, no. This is this is mi- like uh, chalk, I think. Cute. Or it would actually, it would probably be like ash, right? Yeah. Yeah. Leon is giving me the head nod. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of is drawn in ash on the south wall is this little uh, reptilian looking face sticking its tongue out. And ne- next to it in, with a sort of little reptilian hand that ends in a tiny claw, it is holding a middle finger up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's really good. I, that got a laugh out of Leon. <laughs> That's all I wanted. That's that's such a Sarah move. I fucking love it. It's really that's valid. <laughs> and other than that, there is a, another door. This one has not been blown open, but there's another door to the north. I guess we'll go through the door. You open the door and it leads out into a long hallway with various twists and winds. And in addition to the the torches lining the walls, which are lit, uh, you can hear, actively hear, like, this whooshing of flame down the, uh, somewhere further down the hallway. And this, like, crackle and uh, almost, like, like you, can he- you can hear, like, the air being compressed and devoured by something further up. The- it sounds like there's a large fire happening up the hall. <laughs> All right. And in addition to that, you can hear sort of subtle grunting. Uh, as of like effort uh i guess i'll discern some realities then. all right and hopefully do better <sighs> that's a six <laughs> well good news i've been going pretty easy on you so far because <laughs> you can't kill me you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i can get close uh... actually no i could kill you you would just have to roll really well to not die <laughs> Anyway, you, you are you going to rely on me to no, keep her alive? No. You look down the hall toward this noise of raging fire, and suddenly this squat reptilian figure in uh, animal furs and skins is backing down the corridor toward you, shooting flames out of her hands. And as she's backing up, you can see what she's shooting the flames at is this large cloud of acrid green smoke which is melding with the smoke of the miasma which has already permeated this area so there's this this like swirling of miasma fog and this greenish smoke and you can see this salamander wharf backing toward you hands outstretched shooting flames to sort of eat up the air around this gaseous fog 
Does it look like it's working at all? Uh, there looks like there's a lot more gas than she's able to conjure flame to destroy. To be honest, I think Lyrus just stands there and goes, uh. <laughs> and I will say, while you are both wearing gas masks, you do not know how potent this green gas is. Mm-hmm. No, Sierra, retroactively, I want to say you take two damage. Just going to lay that on me right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Welp. From the gas. And that's why you're backing away from it and shooting fire. <laughs> Pat, can you pass that eraser? That really yeah, nice uh, me... soft boy. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that word. You don't want to call the eraser a soft boy? God, no. <laughs> this is my eraser. <laughs> oh, we do not speak that name in my home. <laughs> I'm going to bleep. That's going to be the only time we ever bleep anything out yeah. in this podcast. <laughs> Die, We're going to bleep out that name specifically? Yes. We should. No one's allowed to say <laughs> Explicit. <laughs> it is a swear. And Sierra, as you're backing up away from this n- noxious, fuming, gas, miasma fog mixture, you hear someone behind you go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Go into the maze, he said. We need the money, he said. It would be fun and easy. I wouldn't have to worry about anything, he said. Fuck you, Bazine. (laughs) (laughs) And now there's this. Wait, what the? That's a child. Larry just goes, uh, uh. All right, time to save a child. (laughs) I'm going to just run, run and grab. Okay, you you grab this winged bird girl. Mm Mm-hmm. And what are you doing? Running. Okay. Away from gas. Now, roll defy danger dexterity, then. And uh, Lyra, could you roll eight or interfere for me? Hmm. I think you might need to roll eight or interfere for me. <laughs> Please roll eight or interfere. Thank oh. you. All right, that's a <laughs> so ten much better. to eight. So that's uh, what did you get on the die for five plus your dex? Five. Oh no, that's a six. Oh, god damn, Reese. That was a six. Right, caught it. It never happened. <laughs> So here's what I will say has happened here. Right, Connor, we're never letting it happen again. <laughs> I'm a, this is a re-roll. <laughs> and this is the end of the podcast. No, Bye. No. The gas begins to overtake you, Sierra. So you turn around and grab this bird girl by her... Are you grabbing her by her wing, by her, wa- her waist? Waist. Okay, you're not grabbing her by the wings. That seems rude. Right. You grab her. You, ra- you. you grab her by the waist and you extend one hand and focus all of your energy... And pulling the torchlight out of all of the torches down the hall, you create this burst of flame, like a jetpack or a rocket blasting off. And Lyra, you realize what is about to happen, so you uh, begin to take flight down the hall. And as you go, you, uh, you, you're not really used to having to carry someone who is also simultaneously some sort of flaming backpack. Yeah. So uh, you begin to sort of droop along the hallway as you continue down it. And you get low enough to the point where, Sierra, you are knocked off of Lyra. And you are stranded in the middle of this hallway, surrounded by poisonous gas and miasma fog. And Lyra, you make it to the end of the hall where there is a split to the left and to the right. What do you do? Do you go back for her or do you continue? Uh, yeah, I think I go back. I think she she realizes that suddenly she is 
sans passenger and went, what? Oh, shit. And she turns around and like, (laughs) (laughs) just like, you can hear the tapping of her claws on the ground, like, go, go, go. And uh, Sierra, as the, as this noxious gas begins to overtake you, take four damage. Uh, You're really just clawing at your throat at this point. Yeah, just, just clawing, I'm just clawing my throat, just mentally, just like, if I make it out of here alive, I'm going to kill Bazine. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, roll to fight in your dexterity for me, Lyra, to get out of this. Yeah, I think, all right. I'm flying. Six, seven. <laughs> Six, actually, plus your dex. It's an eight. Oh, and it's plus my dex. Yeah. Uh, so that's... Hey. Three to six is nine. Oh, nine then. Okay. Hey. I'm bad at math. All right, welcome to Play by Podcast. We're gay and we're bad at math. Hell um, yes. Uh, Lyra, you fly back into the miasma fog, and, well, you're always in the miasma fog in here. I, I think this time... You like, fly into the, gla- the gas cloud. Yes. But uh, this time, instead of her just grabbing my waist, I can like actually get a hold on her with my talons, right. which is a lot more secure. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, I kind of just grab what shoulder meat or whatever I can without trying to stab her and just kind of fly back skedaddle. out. Yeah. yeah. I will say, even though you were, you're probably like holding your breath against this no, like noxious gas cloud, mm-hmm. you do take one point of poison damage. Okay. Uh, better than six. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise you seem okay as you uh, <laughs> make your way out of this gas-filled hallway down to this uh, T intersection at the end. Mm-hmm. And you, I guess you sort of <laughs> drop Sierra down. Um, does it, is the gas still rapidly approaching us or are we? The gas seems to ha- be sort of, dis- it, it, it has basically permeated the entire hallway Mm-hmm. You guys are out of the hallway. Okay. So I guess I'll roll to figure what the fuck. Roll for what the fuck. Nice. Okay. So that's a nine. Um, what here is useful or valuable to me? I will say down this way, there are no more. there is no more light. So neither of you can see down either of these hallways. Cool, cool. No doubt. And you did see Sierra was able to uh, control fire. So I would say Sierra is pretty useful to you right now. Uh, hey, you, um, could could I get a light here? Would that be all right? Can you do that thing? Give me a sec. I, I, I help her to her feet. <laughs> I'm sure it's like, she's like... <laughs> like hands on knees <laughs> bent over just giving you the one minute sign yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, uh, Sierra takes a moment to collect herself and get the poison out of her fucking lungs mm-hmm. do I have a, a like a what am I trying to say like a canteen or something uh, do you want to spend a gear to have Oh, yeah, one? I'll spend a gear. All right, you spend. I'll give her some a canteen of water. All right, you have a, a full canteen of water. <laughs> of miasma-free water. That you can give to your friend. I'm going to do that. All right. Sarah, uh, the bird girl hands you a large canteen. I grab that thing and chug it down <laughs> like it's a nice whiskey. It's not alcohol, but it tastes just as good. Yeah. <laughs> In it's, this situation, it's like 3 a.m. when you wake up and you're like, water! <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's keeping me alive. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
your consciousness sort of clears your uh, whatever debility that this poisonous cloud was causing your faculties is washed away. Ah, <sighs> you're welcome. By the way. Oh yeah, thanks. So what's the deal with the the green nonsense? Oh well, that was poison mixed with a lot of other shit. Yeah, but how? How I guess. Oh, uh, booby trap. All right, booby trap. Uh, well, here's a better question. Why are you here? I I just like you know wandering in the miasma and just being in caves sometimes. What do, what do you think I'm out here? I don't know. That was pretty self-explanatory right there, actually. I'm just looking for something important. I don't know. You know, the whole wandering business. Would I have heard the sounds of rocks just tapping on the floor and things like that <laughs> through this whole time? Probably intermittently you heard, like, a tapping sound behind you somewhere. Wait a minute. Was that you making all the tapping noises? <laughs> Lyra just holds up a rock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if, if these are what you mean, then you, I suppose. Did you throw a rock in every single room? This is it's a tried and true method of testing out for traps. If you had maybe thrown a rock in your, your, your green gas room, then maybe we wouldn't be in this situation. She makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to take my canteen back. Um, uh, wh- I suppose I'll be going then. Unless you feel like you're going to, you know, vomit up some more poison or something. Nah, that should be good. Uh, thanks, I guess. I'm going to go the other way. Before you do that, could you, you know, I could use some light. I can't really see shit. That, That would help. If you can do that fire thingy you were doing earlier. Oh, right. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to make a fire. All right, uh, just burning brand, or yeah. are you? Uh, I, I feel like you could probably Zuko style this. There might be some fire left to pull around. Yeah, I'll just Zuko style it. All right, roll for me the Zuko style. Roll the Zuko style. That's Wait a go. For it. It's an eight. It's an eight. All right. So what does that give you? Just uh. Oh well, it, it's short lived. Okay, it well, won't last for a bit. So it's just like, like, all right, here's your fire. Granted, it probably won't last you for a little. For a while, so I would do what you gotta do and get out of here. Are there any like uh, torches or anything on the wall that I could use to make this live longer? <laughs> oh yeah, well I think uh, he's not. J- or Sierra's not just handing you like a, a, a f- an open flame. <laughs> what do I know? I'm, I'm just a I'm silly imagining, bird. I'm imagining like she pulls a a torch off the wall and breathes a little life into it and hands it off to you. But it's a fairly dim looking flame. Oh, I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but I I guess thanks. Yeah, no problem. I walk away. Okay. <laughs> Do you walk left or right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Sierra heads right. You you can hear her like snapping and you see the torches along the wall. One, two. <laughs> I and sh- I just gave her a whole, I just gave her one torch. You really curved her right there. <laughs> I, I dropped the shitty torch and pick up a better one. Lyra <laughs> <laughs> got fucking curved. Rude. <laughs> so Lyra, do you go left or do you follow her? I'll go left. Why not? You head down another long and winding hall. Ah, uh, wonderful. It's a dead end. 
I guess I gotta, all right. Um, and then I guess I head that way, head the way she was going. All right, well, in the meantime, we'll, we'll go to Sierra. So as you're walking away, you, you notice the light from one of the torches behind you disappears. You look back over your shoulder and you see the, the torchlight that you gave to Lyra is now on the floor. And one of those other torches has been taken off the wall. Wow. Rude. And you, you come around a corner in the hall and you are at a doorway. Oh, okay. I'm going to discern realities and inspect that door. All right. Roll me a discern. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's at least a seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, so give me one. How whiz are you? You have a one whiz. Ask me go. one question. What should I be on the lookout for? You open the door and you enter into another room similar you, to the You one. get on the floor and you do the dinosaur. You walk the dinosaur. <laughs> which in a way I you, am the dinosaur. It, I was yeah. about to say. I was about to say. Mm-hmm. That you, you enter in or you look into the room ahead of you and like the like one of the rooms you were in before, this one is impossibly tall. The ceilings go, stretch up for what seems like tens of feet, maybe stories even. Somebody's overcompensating. <laughs> but as you remember, like the, 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 there is no way that this, this burial mound could sustain something this tall the way that it looked on the outside. And the room itself is a lot colder. And as you look closer you notice that the floor is covered in uh, a spiderweb like system of cracks and fissures though it seems to be holding uh for the time being hmm. though for all you know this floor could give way at any moment well this is bad and it is at that moment that uh a familiar torchlight comes uh plodding down the hall behind you All right, before you, you, you get your, you know, knickers in a twist, uh, there's not really anything the other way. And oh, then, no, I knew there was a dead end that way. Cool, you could have told me. And, you know, the other way's full of poison, thanks to you. So I guess, you know, here we are. Cool. What do you do? You might want to watch your step, because this floor is bad. It's a bad floor, really bad floor. Oh, is it? And she goes out and flies okay. <laughs> and does not have to touch the floor. And she kind of does like a, <laughs> <All right. laughs> like just, a I just look you. up and I'm just like, all right, bird. Yeah. Lyra, while you were flying in this room, <laughs> man. Just stunting. <laughs> new boot goofing, as they say. She's <laughs> just new boot goofing. <laughs> you do notice that there is another hallway that leads out of the room. Uh, dark. No lit torches down that way. But there is, uh, in this room, with the, again, impossibly high ceilings, big archways, it almost looks like a cathedral. Nice. It, it's sort of like in miniature, with like a couple of pews and even a uh, an altar at the front. What do you do? I guess I'll discern. All right. And it's in the... the- the fucking hands of the fates what this fucking ends up being if it's good or bad so oh yay that's a seven Woo! all right i uh, I survive i would like to discern some realities ask me a question i would like to know what here is useful or valuable to me 
You look down on the altar and you can see a large leather-bound tome. I want it. <laughs> I probably want it. It's sort of like this, these weathered old pages uh, of a script that you cannot read. <laughs> She's illiterate, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this, this book seems to be of some particular importance. And I chuck a rock at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to do that? I don't know. I just kind of want the book. I mean, is, do you, do, hold, do, I'll just say, hold it. Do you want to chuck a rock at the book? I'll fucking chuck a rock at it. Sure. Why not? If I've got a rock, I'll chuck it. All right. <laughs> Roll me uh, divide a rock danger. Why do you have a surplus of rocks? There's we're in a underground cave. You'd think she'd have. Some. I mean, yeah. The the fair. The the entire building is made of rocks. Fair. Oh. <laughs> also, Sierra, are you in the room right now? Yes. You've walked into the room. Yes. Mistake. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Lyra, that was my a, plan exactly. That was a six, right? I will kill the that? other female cast member, so it shall just be me. So that was a six or a five for that. A six. Five? Yeah, yeah. For, um, for... Liam's dead. Now Leon's gonna be dead. It's gonna be no, no, no. You you float down toward the altar and you pick up. Nothing happens when I chuck a rock at it. It's just a rock. It's a book. Wait, no. You, you okay? Right. No. You threw the you threw the rock. Excuse I rock chucked. You drop this rock onto this old looking book on top of this altar, and you throw the rock with a little bit more pep than you should have. <laughs> And you knock the book off of the altar, and it clatters to the floor. Shit. Uh, page down. You can see on the sort of leather binding, there are some more of those runes that you can't particularly read, sort of writ large, actively glowing under the torchlight, similar to the sword you found earlier. Sierra, the entire room starts to shake, and... The floor gives way underneath you. You are too far away from the door to get back out of the room in time, and you fall. Yeah, that tears it. I'm killing the zine. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. We know he lives. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he appears but, in later episodes. But she beats the shit out of him first. <laughs> yep. And uh, Sierra, you fall, and you take. <laughs> you can't kill her. <laughs> no, I can't, but I can do damage. I can at least get close. Sierra, you take three damage from the fall. That's oh, okay. not too bad. One for each ten feet you fell. <laughs> there, there's now a 30-foot chasm in the bottom of... Uh, wait, what? There's a 30-foot chasm in this room now. Holy shit. Wait, what's your health at, by the way? Oh, it's at nine. I'm imagining, like, as you're falling, you're, like, subtly adjusting yourself with fire. <laughs> Yeah. So they turn to like like retroactively like sort of yeah, push yourself 16. away. Fucking Iron Manning on oh, the no, way I think down. It's on I think it's at thirteen. Okay, that's not it's terrible. Not as bad. So I'm just like not trying great, to even though. myself out while still falling. I I'm still probably gonna hit the ground. Yeah, you're like trying to adjust your yourself so that you don't fall on your own head and die. Yeah, try not to break the or neck or get crushed by any of this falling floor. Mm -hmm. So what do I fall on my back? You fall butt. Pretty much like square on your ass, like on your tail. Ow. Or on, on like your tailbone, like right between your butt and your tail. I honestly would prefer the head. Oh, no. <laughs> no, because you that's when you get the brain damage falling True. 30 feet on your you, head. You sprain your tailbone a little bit. Ow. I know, but I like my tail. It still moves. It it's just very, hurts a little. It is a very large part of you. 
Yes. Your head is the more important one, though. That's fair. Um, uh, Sierra, this, did the book also fall? Uh, yes. The book, the altar of the pews, is also thirty feet down. Is thirty feet down in an earthen pit. Shit. Oops. <laughs> um. That's just me the whole time falling. Just <laughs> shit. like a fucking lunar lander (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then just a loud fuck (laughs) as she hits the ground oh no and this fucking bird girl is just floating above you like probably a good 50 feet up (laughs) yeah it's it's not your fault I mean, it is your fault, but it's not your fault. It really is kind of her fault. Yeah, like, it's not your fault. It is your fault, but I'm not going to put blame on you for that one. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to fly down. It's not like you single-handedly made me fall and hurt my tailbone. I mean, I didn't set up the trap. But... I mean, it's not like you made a really bad throw with a rock. Ron Howard voice. She did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure anyone could have made the same mistake. You're right. That's correct. Uh, as anyone could have made the same mistake of releasing that was sarcasm. As as anyone could have made the same mistake of releasing poisonous gases onto oneself. Um, my tail is hurting. That's nice. Uh, is the book okay? <laughs> the book is uh, currently underneath a bunch of rubble. Damn. You can't tell from uh, where it is and where you are right now. You'd have to fly down. To it? Yeah, to get a better I would look. like to do that, yes. Okay. You fly down, and you start moving the bits of stone floor. I do and have Ben Barr's lift gates. <laughs> Actually, yes. Please roll that for me, then. You know what? Roll me a Ben Barr's lift gates. All right. Ben Barr's Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> what is happening? Take a d- fucking XP for that. That was a four? <laughs> Plus your what strength? Plus my strength, which is five. Oh wowie zowie! Just, That's real bad. You one of them fucking days. It's one of them days. You try to pick up some rubble off the book, and it slips out from your talons. Uh huh. And just you when you when it falls back onto the book, you hear this very horrible noise. You've never heard, like, parchment ripped from leather binding before, but this is what that sounds like. Well, I suppose it's just that kind of day. It sounds like fucking tendons ripping. It's terrible. You're very new to this whole wandering thing, aren't you? I'm, yes, aware. Thank you. And then uh, you gingerly lift the rubble back off of the book, and the the fucking cover is dented. There are pages falling out. There, the somehow the ink has been like <laughs> smudged posthumously. Uh, never mind then. You have ruined this book. <laughs> Such is life. Um, hey, you want to ride back up? <laughs> I'd appreciate it, please. I and kind of dejectedly bef- head towards her. <laughs> As you're flying toward her. Sierra, you notice something very strange about this pit. Like there- I've seen it before? And like it's the main character of Kid Icarus. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my god, what a deep cut. Really though. <laughs> Thank you. No, you do you notice that at the far end of this pit there is sort of a cavernous hole that leads somewhere. Hmm. And far down that cavernous hole you see a a glint of red light. And you notice this cavern. 
that you've unearthed by falling through it. It's pretty large. It's about the size of uh, like a small hut as far as like top to bottom, but it, it goes pretty deep, it seems. And this red light in the distance moves to the left, then to the right, and you can hear down the corridor the echoing of uh, stone on stone, and then you hear these deep sort of a rumbling footfalls of something plodding toward you echoing up the corridor hey so how fast can you fly pretty fast why go up take us up please oh okay take us up now yeah okay i i like right now i fly to her and i quickly try to skedaddle as you are being lifted off the ground sierra you see that that red glint of light become extremely intense and then for just a split second it goes back to it, the glow that you saw before, but there is now a red beam of light streaking toward you and your new bird friend. I guess I'll roll to defy danger, and I get a plus one when I'm flying. That's true. <laughs> so let's do that. Nope, that works. Okay. Let's, uh, seven plus my dex is nine plus one for that is ten. ten. Yeah. Hell All right. yeah. So now a little bit more used to uh, <laughs> carrying a passenger, you very, I, I would assume this is still pretty a pretty violent jerking swing away from this beam of red light yeah. <laughs> that arches away from you and impacts into the earthen pit wall behind you with a cacophonous boom. And it just sends dirt and earth flying everywhere and it fills the uh, already miasma fog filled cavern with uh, a fine layer of dust as you fly up away from the cavern so Lyra you've just avoided this laser blast and what are you doing now F flying away <laughs> fair fair absolutely um, there fair. was you said there's another entrance or exit somewhere right well there's the way you came back in uh, which isn't a good one. <laughs> and there's a hull to the east. Let's go to the east. You fly out of the chasm after narrowly avoiding this laser blast. And as you look back down, headed toward the only other exit out of this room, back down in the chasm, you get a sight of a creature unlike anything you've ever seen. <laughs>